VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. It's time for episode 613 of Who Charted? The show where comedians discuss the top five songs and video games of the week. Please welcome him back. Here he is from Doughboys and Get Played, Nick Weiger. Wow. Hi. Straight into the guest intro. I love it. We're mixing it up. Oh uh, yeah, sorry around. about that. I got all confused because I didn't know what uh, <laughs> year, what time the episode was. I mean, what number the episode oh, okay. was. Sorry about that. <laughs> Threw me off. That's all uh, right. Okay. Well, hey, you're here. It's good to have you. Uh, my pleasure to be here. Um, and uh, yeah, let's uh, let's talk some audio. Let's talk some music. I spend so much time talking and listening to like. Like like I listen to a lot of audiobooks and I listen to a uh, lot of podcasts. I feel okay. like I, I spend less time like thinking about music these days. But uh, you know, obviously, people love people love music. Okay, so you'll yeah. be you'll be an outside perspective. You'll be kind of a yes. macro perspective. We'll get like an <laughs> overview of changes throughout the whole scene. Yes, one hundred percent. Yeah, I've I've uh, I've been been uh, mocked for this before, but I've remarked on, and I, I don't drive much anymore. But you know, when I would drive more, I'd often just like drive with nothing playing. Just yeah. be alone with my thoughts. Just yes, sort of let, I do that. I do that to too. Honestly, you do that too? Okay, great. Yeah, and yeah. I, I like I music is my first passion in life, but somehow I just find myself. I don't do it consciously. Right. I'll like have to remind myself. Oh, I could listen to music right now if I want to. Yeah, no, but it's just, just something about being in the car silently. I, I think know. also like there's so much going on in LA and so much to see. It's like you almost don't need the music. But I, I right. yeah, I hear music like when I'm stationary at my house. Yeah, I don't hear it so much when I'm on the move. Wow, okay. it is true that uh, music has way more competition these days than it feels like it ever did. Yeah, like in terms Podcasts. of your, your ear real estate. You oh know? gosh. Audiobooks, uh, yeah. ASMR, of course. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> that stuff delivers Cake all farts. the punch. It delivers yeah. all the punch of an entire song in like five seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Got to be careful. Respect right. that. Respect that stuff. They've, it's powerful. They've hacked into how to give you that frisson yeah, feeling, frisson. you know, immediately. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Does it work for you, for either of you? Because no. I've, I've done it before. I don't get the, the ASMR tinglies, but I know people who have. Yeah, I, I definitely have. I've gotten it you have? many okay. times. And even from like those binaural uh, beats or just yeah. those tones, I get it from that stuff too. Oh, wow. Yeah. 
But I mean, I've gotten it from Public Enemy many times. So there's just certain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this, the, the production. There's, cer- there's certain tones in there that just that that go I've, into the primal spinal fluid or something. I know the feeling that it's chasing. Like I know what that feels like, and I even know. I think like in like organically in life, that feeling of somebody if somebody's whispering in your ear or whatever, like yeah. what it's supposed to give you. But I don't. They can't just give it to me on command the way that they claim. Okay. I like the idea that Howard, like the same sensation that people are getting from like a woman, like super close to the microphone applying <laughs> chapstick. Howard's getting that same sensation from flavor, flavor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so wash your that. ass. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 I should have been on his show. I should have tried to get, to get with him. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. It, it's uh yeah. Primal sounds and stuff like that and uh they're using it to hack into the, to our brains getting more you powerful wow. youtube just used to be people giving uh you know funny instructionals and stuff right now it's like uh it's weaponized they're coming at you yeah i definitely feel that and i you know so i have a couple of of younger nieces and nephews and they are you know i'm always conscious of like what youtube streamers they're watching or what twitch mm-hmm. streamers mm-hmm. they're watching yeah and i'll just be like okay d- d- has markiplier uh switched from from like uh minecraft to like fascist politics because right. i'm so worried about you know someone being indoctrinated inadvertently by just like consu- like casual consumption of whatever they're whatever's entertaining them that's yeah, the just kind of yeah, yeah, it becomes 100%. a norm for them to hear certain comments and things like that. Should we get in the music chart? What do you think? Let's do it. I love okay. it. Howard's going to wrap the history of music. Here we go. Music. We used to play LPs, eight tracks, cassettes, and CDs. Now we download and we stream. What's next? NFTs? Tunes. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. History of music. I happen to see there's a documentary about Lil Baby on uh, Amazon Prime that oh, I really? checked out. Yeah. There's also a doc on CCR on Netflix. Have you heard well, about this? Well, let's talk about that one. Well, no, I'm just, just there's kidding. competing docs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those two current artists going yeah. head to head. <laughs> right. Hell of a battle. <laughs> no, just with Lil Baby, it's crazy. I, I still don't get uh, him as an artist. I mean, I root for him as a guy. I like the story. I like mm-hmm. everything he's doing and talking about. And then the the song starts and I go, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't, I don't get it. It'd be, but like, you know, the same with Drake for so long, but Little baby too. I guess I'm proud to say it. The 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 new generation they just have a different set of ears, and that makes sense yeah. to them. I guess. I I'm like so I, I'm not really familiar with little baby. Um, yeah. And what like so can, can you give like sort of a, a synopsis for someone who's maybe you know has heard the name but is less familiar with the discography? Okay. Um. He's like the voice of this generation. They say. Okay. He sounds like a mumble wow. rapper. He does a lot of mumbling, except he actually does have a lot of lyrics. Uh, doesn't write anything down. That's kind of very normal these days. But um, just somehow it's connected to be the. Um, 
voice of the generation. He was a he was a drug dealer. He didn't want to be a rapper. And then all these famous rappers talked him into being a rapper. So I think that also gives him like a ton of legitimacy that he wasn't right. he wasn't even really looking to do it. And then he was just so good at it naturally that they all said you got to do it. So that's, that's probably the, this. the coolest way into any industry. Yeah. You know, yeah, that's for a sure. great backstory of just like, yeah, I didn't really want to do it. They they right. recruited me. <laughs> yeah. But they say like even Young Thug, who's you know, a super big artist, he would say to him, like, how much are you going to make today? And if Lil Baby said like 20,000, Young Thug would just give yeah. him 20,000 cash and say, just go home, like stay off the streets. Don't hustle wow. today. Like he he said he would have given him a million dollars if 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 that's what he needed because he just fully believed in him. So it really is a backstory. But then it's like right now the song came on. You'd be like kind of like bored after 45 seconds. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm just being honest. That's just me. But uh, I, I, I do root for him. I like the guy in the story. And so the doc, I imagine, you know, covers a lot of his history. And, and this is a thing that I feel like has been happening more recently is like kind of the Insta doc about a current artist. Yes. Like it's like, they I used felt to like wait. we used to wait. It used to be like, hey, here's a career retrospective. Here's it's coming out like when the CCR doc is coming out. It's more traditional, you right. know, timing or the Bowie doc that just came out posthumously. Oh, yeah. And it's like or concert film. I'm not sure what it is exactly. But like, yeah, now these days there'll be like uh I'm trying to think of another one, but I, I've, I've been seeing these crop up. It's just like, here's a document. Here's someone who's who's working right now, and this is what their day-to-day life is like. Yeah. I, right. yeah. Also, I think like uh, Katy Perry, like, you know, mid-tour, Taylor Swift, sure. One Direction, Taylor Swift, that was one, together. Yeah. yeah. But they're very uh, effective at um, giving you the whole backstory, even if you're resistant to it as just like a casual fan. I've never seen one... Except for maybe Lady Gaga, so I've never seen one that where it, it didn't make me root more for the artist. Sure, of Gaga's Gaga's was just she was like took the camera to her grandma's house and was trying to like make it a big deal that she was there and the grandma didn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> but for, for all the others, they work really well. <laughs> You both have, have toured, and and the thing that I found, and I, I had this feeling while watching the Elvis movie, my my like, and my touring consists of just podcasting. Uh, but it is still, even though I'm up there on stage with my co-host, and we're we're to be like, eh, the onion rings needed more salt. Like, it's just like even though we're, we're doing that for ninety minutes, it is just exhausting. Like, I come, oh, yeah. I, I I finish it off, and I feel like I've run a ten k. I'm so fucking wiped <laughs> after doing that show, and like you, you go to, and then it's like. Hey, get on a plane, go to the next city or, Hey, get in a car, go to the next city. And, and I like my feeling, you know, watching Elvis or like, you know, being conscious of, of, of just artists who are touring in general was just like, man, I can't imagine being like, this is a band. My, my, my wife likes Cobra man. And it's like Cobra man oh, like yeah. puts on this amazing, spectacular show. And, and like how much more energy is that? So I understand why Elvis has to like, you know, check into a, a, a hospital room for exhaustion. Cause it's just like, how do you, how can you maintain that, that rate of, uh, how can you maintain that burn rate? Yeah, absolutely. It's just, he's putting so much into the performances and then the hassles of getting from place to place. And then back yeah. then touring wasn't even a figured out industry. So it's like a lot more rough. They, they make them do shows without regard to scheduling and, you know, just start giving them pills and stuff. Imagine if you were shaking your hips like that during a Doughboys concert. Yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> just how wiped you would be then. <laughs> 
Do people I'm offer a, you food backstage and stuff? We do. We get a lot of food. We'll get like people will will have we we had in, in Milwaukee, they had a cake made for us. And it was one of those wow. things like, wow, this is awesome. They made this cake, but also, God, I really don't want to eat a piece of cake right now. But yeah. I will because it's nice. But I'm so right. fucking full and and exhausted. Uh yeah, we'll we'll get we'll You're get a thinking, lot of food. How dare you bring a cake? You know I'm gonna be put on the spot and have to eat this thing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was a lovely gesture, it was super nice, but it is like, yeah. Yeah. They, the people, 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 one hundred percent want us to taste their local snacks, their local wares. We had someone in Seattle who brought us. <laughs> he brought us like a a, a box of frozen shrimp. They're like, "What are we gonna do with this? What was your thought process? <laughs> yeah, that these gonna, two guys are gonna carry on some frozen shrimp back to LAX? Like, yeah. what were you thinking? <laughs> yeah, let's insane. haul this back to LA yeah. and cook yeah. it just to see if it's as good as he says it is. <laughs> Keep it cool." <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. At least bring stuff yeah. that's edible at the time. Do people yes. bring like their local Wendy's or like just they go, uh, you know, do people rally mm-hmm. behind a national brand, like some regional version of it? That's kind of a weird question, I guess. No, it's not a weird question at all because it's in oh. fact much of what we end up, what we encounter when we're touring is we'll go to a place like, you know, Culver's is so beloved in the Midwest. Yeah. And people are like, you have to go to Culver's. And God forbid if you go to Culver's and don't have a great experience. Um, we did have a great experience at Culver's, but there's all sorts of those places. We've run into local local favorites, uh, you know, as speaking to Seattle again, because that's that's on the brain because it was recent. We, we went to one of their places, uh, Ivar's Acres of Clams. And it's a place that <laughs> is, they, they like it's beloved up there. And the guy, I think his name is Ivor. It might have been Oh, wait, I, I, I know yeah. them. They have a gray menu that looks like a clam. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I have the menu. Yeah. I have the menu. Yeah. And the guy was actually involved in music. He was like a lo- he was like a local folk artist who had his own chain restaurant. And so he's kind of like wow. a beloved local figure there. There's a there's a statue of him by the dock. Uh, but then we went there and the food was oh, cool. awful. Uh, and we, went, we, went yeah. and we were just like this place. We we're on. We we're doing the show and like people like paid money to hear us tell them that their local favorite sucked. And it was just like a really weird experience. Is it like right. is it like fast food clams? It was that like does not trips. seem to go together. Here, here's what it was like. It was like a a Bubba Gump shrimp chump, a Bubba Gump shrimp company minus like the theme. It was right. like that tier of like like bad <laughs> sit down, yeah. uh, you know, like like frozen seafood, dead um, fish on a piece of paper. Exactly, it was that sort of shit. But it was, but it just like didn't have like run forest run on the table that you can turn around. Right. Wow. Wow. That's interesting to get the history of that place. Uh, Yeah. It happens to where there's places people love and the food's terrible. Yes. Um, Sometimes because the drinks are good, but then other times they don't even serve drinks and it's just some local thing people got behind. Yeah. 100%. I mean, so much of it, I think, is just like. Hey, you find it with with food and you find it with music. It's like what like so much of like what hit you at the right point in your life. Like for yeah. me, you know, I've, I've lived in Southern California my entire life. Uh, for, for In-N-Out Burger was good report card. You could objectively say like, hey, this is a better quality of, of burger that you could find somewhere else. But like for me, I just have such nostalgia for In-N-Out Burger that I'm never going to find a bite that satisfying anywhere else. Right. Yep. It's all hooked into your DNA and your brain 100%. patterns yeah. and all that. 
What about licorice pizza? Did that give you, uh, was that the way you grew up? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I wish I met John Peters. Uh, no, there was a, no, my, my, my child upbringing was much more suburban, uh, much less involved in like the, the LA part of the L of LA. I was, I was in down in Long Beach. So a little oh, bit okay. removed from all oh, that. Okay. Okay. Out there. Right on. Right on. Let's get into the music chart. We got the Ooh, Apple Music, the top uh, in the U.S. All right. So coming in at number five. Number five. Bad Bunny, Chencho Corleone with Me Porto Bonito. Hey, what about Taco Cabana? Did you ever have that when you were in Texas? Did we? I don't think we got we got around to Taco Cabana. The place oh, we went huge. to was Torchies in in Austin. Okay, oh yeah, Torchies. Torchies is Torchies is a lot newer. Back yeah. in the day, I mean this. I mean Taco Cabana is. I mean even Linklater was into it. Like it's like yeah, it's. Bad but great, and it's better than most. It's just that you got to check that one out. Taco, I bet on. I'd love it. Yeah, well, we haven't been back to Texas in a while, but I'd I'd, I'd love to cover that. Right on. What's the What's, go-to at Taco Cabana? What do you what do you get there? Oh, I would always get um, like just chicken enchiladas with beans mm. and rice. Very very you know basic stuff. Right, but. Um, you know what? There's a not suitable story I have related to that place. I'm gonna, I'll tell that on two charted. Really? How about okay. that start? Oh, I'll save that. that for two charted. <laughs> All right. Let me let me just ask you for real quick. Subscribers what? only. If you go to whochartedpod.com and subscribe, you can hear Howard's not suitable story. There you go. You Taco can buy Cabana. it right there at the chart chart mark. Yeah. So um, <laughs> let me ask you though, what is the best um, you know of the Del Taco Taco Cabana? What's the best one oh. you've come across? Well, look, I'm a I'm a Del Taco partisan. A lot of that comes from me. You know, that was again, that was what I grew up with. Uh, I, but I do like taco. I think, you know, on a national level, it's hard to top Taco Bell. I feel like they just have such, you know, they're consistent across different locations. Their app is fantastic, which is huge in this day and age. And also, I'll say this as someone who ate vegetarian for all of 2021 and tries to minimize uh, my really? meat consumption in general. Yeah. It's it's like probably the best trashy fast food option for vegetarians. Uh, you can sub beans for any protein. They have a lot of vegetarian items already just included on their menu and integrated into their app. So, yeah, I, I, I'm a big Taco Bell fan. Okay, but right on. But yeah. hey, up in the Pacific Northwest, I got dosed by them. It turns out their <laughs> bean burrito had like meat chunks in it. Oh, wow. Like wow. there was some part of the Weird. sauce that had meat in it. <clears throat> They what era was this? This was Trail like uh, like seven years ago. I was on okay. the road with Kyle Kinane. I was like, you, you're getting an extra burrito. I was like, thanks, man. <laughs> it's <just> like, <laughs> I can't eat it. They dosed me. I feel Bad. like um, growing up, I always loved, loved Taco Bell. And, but I feel like at some point, I almost feel like it was at the point where they went to the sort of like purple corporate logo design. Sure. Like they, they became less sort of traditional Taco Bell and more into this like future food, like laboratory um, yeah. menu where it's, it just felt like they were pushing. They went digital, the, you know, with like the chicken wrap Supreme and the yeah high tech, the, the high tech food things, which I actually respect. And I think that that's kind of fun to have a place that's just thinking of like ridiculous ideas for food. Yeah. But uh, yeah. Del Taco does, 
as someone who didn't even grow up with Del Taco, I kind of go there if I want keep that it real. taste of the old Taco Bell. Yeah, yeah, I love the Dell. It's it, Dell Taco, though, is a place where it's just it, certain locations are chaos. And I've never yeah, had yeah. a higher fail failure rate um, from a fast food place as far as my order being incorrect. Like so often <laughs> oh. I've gotten like, hey, this is the wrong quesadilla or, you know, whatever. <laughs> like when I was eating, I, I got I got the I got protein and stuff I asked for as veggie from Del Taco so many times mm. um, that I just kind of assumed it was going to be wrong at a certain point. Well, probably because they, they assume that you're drunk. That's why you're eating it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Coming in at number four. Number four. Chris Brown with Under the Influence. Speaking of being drunk. I don't know how this shit got me lazy right now. Yeah. Can't do work sets of my leg. I'm turning one and trying to live it up. Yeah, right, right, right. Baby, you, yeah, right. See, that's such a, uh, that sounds like such a good slow jam for people to have sex to that I think they'll overlook that he's Chris Brown. I, I, like, <laughs> I mean, it's at number four. I mean, it, you know, it's at number four. So. It seems like he's trying to sing in a new voice, like maybe yeah, that was a the little younger different. crowd. Yeah. Maybe he more doesn't a, want people to recognize him. Yeah, more auto-tune, more slurry kind of. Yeah. Can I say something about Bad Bunny real quick? Because I'm not super familiar with him, but I'm a fan because... Uh, so he did a, he's a, he's a huge pro wrestling fan. Oh, really? Uh, and yeah. And he actually ended up wrestling in a WWE match, like, you know, for one of their pay-per-views a, a few months back. And it was one of those things where just like, you know, sometimes a celebrity will go in and it'll be just like a really half-assed effort. They won't, that's, that's like, it's like Trump in the ring. You know what I mean? It's just like, he, he's yeah. not, he, he's not even selling the moves, right? He's just kind of <laughs> there collecting a check, but it's, it's, he's there for the celebrity factor. Uh, right. but, but Bad Bunny, like fully committed. He like trained. Uh, you know, he, he, he worked his ass off and it's just like, oh man, I love, look, I just love performers who, uh, cause I, I'm not the best natural performer and, but, but I, I really, really admire people who just like work their asses off at their craft and become really great performers. And like, yeah. like, like, it's I just like, oh, this guy's going to put the work in to try to do the best wrestling match he has. Cause that's the gig. Um, I kind of love that. Yes. Well, Bruno yeah. Mars is like, it's awesome. like, yeah. Springsteen, people that you could tell, uh, right. the guy from Flaming Lips. Wayne I mean, that, Coyne. Yeah. I mean, they, that guy like makes costumes all day long, like for each yeah. show. Like you were talking about the effort of like touring and like yeah. putting all that into remember, it. It's like all day long. Yeah. Remember Pink? Like, I feel like recently Pink started doing the whole like acrobatic, acrobatic like, uh, yeah. oh, wow. Um, just flying over the whole audience. That's more like, as that's she's more like bringing your workout hobby to the stage. <laughs> yeah, like, like yeah no, it a, seems so unnecessary. Like she's got a rock climbing wall over like <laughs> right. her instructors there. Come on. <laughs> Yes. Uh, I met Bruno Mars once. He, uh, really? when, this was when I worked at Funnier Die, and he, uh, he ended up doing a Funnier Die video. And as part of the process, it's like everyone goes and, uh, depending on the celebrity, they either you know come to meet you, or if they're big enough, like like Bruno Mars, you go to meet them. And so we went to Bruno Mars's recording studio, and you guys know how recording studios can get. It was just one of those ones where the AC was off. It was just super fucking hot. I was like sweating my ass off, literally to the point where it, like I was, I was so. 
there weren't enough chairs and, you know, I'm just one of one dorky comedy writer there trying to, you know, pitch to one of the biggest pop stars in the world. And so I was sitting on an end table and I could just feel like my ass crack sweating onto this ah. end table in the recording studio. Oh but I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, I'm so worried <laughs> that I'm going to stand up and leave like a streak of like crack sweat <laughs> in front of this guy and have to shake his hand. So like I had my paper where they had my that I was writing notes on. I just was like, OK, this is the highest I pull. I'll pull off. And just like as soon as I stood up, I just reached behind me and like wiped the table off. Use, notes, use the <laughs> yeah. ideas. The ideas will sop up the stress yeah yeah it's humiliating <laughs> that's amazing did what he was like he your like? idea did he like your idea did you uh, uh he seemed like he was very nice and he laughed at everything he seemed like a, you know he wasn't trying to be too cool but he ended up doing a thing that he wanted to do which was just like a um a, the he just wanted to do a cover of what a man he wanted to do a comedy video of that and ran oh, okay. a, so he was uh, just humoring you it. yeah i mean it's exactly it was that process right on <laughs> all right coming in at number three number three Sam Smith and Kim Petras with Unholy. Lucky, lucky girl. She got married to a boy like you. She kick you out if she ever, ever knew. About all the you tell me that you do. Dirty, dirty boy. You know everyone is talking on the scene. I hear them whispering about the places that you that's intense. Yeah. I didn't I thought, know Sam Smith did songs like that. Me too. I was just about to say, I think I thought of him as like some adult contemporary singer. Yeah. You know? Maybe he's uh, feeling liberated and he's just going for craziness. Mm. Yeah. Second act. Yeah. I liked it. I mean, it's intense. It felt like Phantom of the Opera or something. I don't know what was going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I just learned, you know, that there's a... I don't know anything about musicals, but apparently there was one just called Phantom that wasn't Phantom of mm. the Opera. Really? I yes. just thought that was the nickname for Phantom no, of the Opera. There was another one wow. called Phantom. And then one of the get, songs get was here. something like, Phantom? the Phantom has invaded the opera. The Phantom has invaded the opera. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like the Weird. same. Exactly. So was it like yeah. just a rock reimagining? Like they just kind of told I, the I same guess. story? I don't know. It's just That's like, weird. It was like the Asylum Films version of the musical. Uh -huh. It was like yeah. how they'll make like the, they'll make their Transformers. It's called like Transmorphers, just to right. like trick dads at Red right. Box. Yeah, <laughs> Spider Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number two. Number two. Steve Lacey, Bad Habit, dropping in number two. This has been number one for weeks. Sad, Big song. Hey, I learned something interesting about this. Yeah. Does all of this on his phone. Really? Really? Yeah. Yeah. And he's got wow. the number one, all of it. And he's just like sitting Whoa. there in a T he's just sitting there in a t-shirt and he goes, I just start out with a simple beat and I mean, it's regular size phone. Mm -hmm. And then he plays the guitar into it and then just sitting there on his stool. He's like doing the vocals. It's all on his phone. I wonder Kids if that's like amazing. the first case of that, you know, yeah, like I, can, a, I first can't, big one, maybe of, of a number one like that, you know, 
All I remember seeing crazy. a thing. I remember seeing a thing of like like a, a a thing I was reading online of like people who were talking about writing like scripts or essays on their phone. Like, crazy. oh yeah, I'll write this. I write the whole thing on in my notes app. It's like what? Yeah. The, like, how do people work like that? I know. But I think it's I, got you. Got to be young enough that you that's young, like yeah. the first way you worked, and you're just used to it. Right. So, yeah. To streak it down to that small is insane. Eminem what used to do doing? that tiny little writing. Remember yeah. That? Oh right. Yeah. In the eight mile, I don't. I, I don't think he would do that. Have <laughs> <laughs> like a six point font on his phone. <laughs> yeah, he needs big bifocals. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming in at number one. Number uh, one. Gorilla with Cardi B with Tomorrow Two. Nigga, I just seen them on the town before. I can't be up in her face. I took her nigga down before. When I lose a nigga, I just pop out and go find some more. Soon as I feel like my time get wasted, then it's time to go. They say they don't fuck with me, but I say they can't fuck with me. Just like the air, I'm everywhere. How you say it's so me? Them bitches should've stayed down. They could've been up to me, but all they doing is talking down. Cause they can't get up with me. My ex fucking on my old friend. Okay. Wow. This thing is so. I gotta, I gotta reveal right now. That's already one of my picks for the hot picks. Oh, we'll really? Do, we'll do the second verse with Cardi B. Okay. It's, it's got some of the best, funniest Cardi B shit I've heard. Um, all right. over that song. Love it. Happy it's number nice. one. Yeah. Yeah, production's really cool. A perilous yeah. uh, karaoke song. Careful with that one. <laughs> right. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. <laughs> but um, but uh, I liked the it. Roof. It sounded great. Right Especially on. when you think you're signing up for tomorrow, like tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, tomorrow. <laughs> oh no! That starts playing. Uh, wow, yeah. I'm always struck these days how like a song that aggressive will just be number one now. Yeah, yeah. Like Swept it's great. Gives people what they want without like filters. You know, yeah. Smut, baby. <laughs> That's Smut, also very much sells. like what I find these streaming charts are open to you know and then like if you still look at billboard it's going to be a little cleaner yes i feel like but i don't yeah, know where like, the truth is go, you know yeah it's it's cool it's like payola over there or something like that i mean when SoundScan right. first came in that's when rap albums first started going number one because people could like couldn't argue with the actual numbers yeah and um yeah, I mean, what's the difference between Billboard? Why is it always a little different over there? It is very slow on Billboard. Like it'll just be hmm. the, the like yeah. the five major hits of the year are still kind of up there. Are there but fast yeah. food charts that seem a little off to you? <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting because they'll categorize them by by you know different metrics. So you know, like like in terms of number of restaurants, then you've got like Subway's number one. But if you talk in terms of revenue, uh, or then it's a different answer. If you talk about revenue per restaurant, then it's right. like Chick Fil A's number one. <laughs> you talk about like oh. worldwide footprint, you're looking at something like Starbucks. Uh, so yeah, it's it, yeah. it's all over the map depending on on how you measure it. Where, right does, where does Wiener Schnitzel stack up with all that? Oh. Wiener Schnitzel's in bad shape. 99. Oh, no, man. That's my yeah. place. You know I love Wiener number? Schnitzel. They're, they're closing them up. I oh, know man. what number they are. I just happen to know. What? Yeah. 99. 99. 99. Like Yeah. Der Wiener Schnitzel. I'll still, my dad still calls it Der Wiener Schnitzel. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's beautiful when they're a signature like that. I mean, yeah. they own the whole German thing, right? No one else. I mean, who's else is doing no German? Else, no one else is doing no it. No one else. It was invented no by else. like an Orange County guy, though, I think. Like there's it's no so, actual, you know, 
Yeah, well, that, that that explains why Wiener Schnitzel is like a hot dog place when the actual dish Wiener Schnitzel has no connection to hot no, dogs. No yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's spelled wrong. It. Wiener is yes, spelled yeah. wrong too. Hey, well, you know Beautiful what? They're place. taking to the NFL over in Germany, so just go slow with them. They'll, fi- wow, they'll okay. figure it out. <laughs> go slow with them. Go slow. Hey, uh, that was a lot of fun. Great yeah. chart. And we'll be right back with the video games chart. All right. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. My name is H. Michael Cray, and I'm here with my guest, Nick Weiger. And hi, Brett Morris. <laughs> and this is the video games chart. Hell yeah. Wow. Remember, remember this theme song? Video no. Games oh my God. <laughs> Oh my God. That's from another lifetime. I would never have recalled that ever. That's great. Thanks for having a deep, deep folder. Yeah, that's right. I still have all the archives ready to go. Right on. Um, Okay. um, Yeah, I'm excited about this. We don't uh, always have a video game enthusiast. Uh, I myself am a bit of one, but usually not like the most mainstream of games. So we'll see what's on this. I, I actually was just, I was looking for charts for this. And then I realized that Steam like just came out with these new charts. Steam like, has a new chart. Okay, new I know chart. that. That's what people use to download games because they're not going to GameStop no more. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's 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 something like 80%, 70 to 80% of all game sales now are digital. I mean, there are still people yeah. who who buy physical games. I've honestly switched to buying physical games recently mm. uh, because just, just because I'm like so worried of losing media, you know? Yes. I think that's happened with games. It's happened with, I'm, it's just, I'm sure it happens with music and I know it's happened with movies. And stuff just gets taken offline. You can't find it. Yeah. It's like, a, well, how, yeah. Yeah. Huge market for DVDs and all that just for in places where, yeah, people don't trust the services and there's connectivity issues as well. So, yeah, big, big market for the physical media, which is I great. definitely have like a sunk cost thing with Steam, I will say, where it's just like I'm so bought in and I have so many 
games now oh. on that library that I'm like, where am I going to go? Like I, I 100%. No, no. Yeah. With, this is the thing with, with, if you're talking steam, you're talking, you know, the platform for PC games. And now they have the, 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 the steam deck, which is a, it's just like, you know, kind of like a, a switch. It's like a handheld. Uh, yeah. but yeah, I'm, I'm completely in that <laughs> ecosystem and there's not really a way to buy physical PC games like period. Right. So, uh, yeah, let's check out this chart. Wow. Coming in at number five. Oh, sorry. This is the weekly top sellers. So this is the top, like the top 100 by revenue this week. Wow. Um, Coming in at number five, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, This game's having a resurgence. This game. Yes. You get your beauty sleep? Time you got up. You can see the trailer, Howard. Yeah. Well, this is weird. It's like more anime style. Yeah, so this is part of why this game is back on top because it was released in 2020. It was released years ago and a couple years ago, and it was actually kind of a... A, a critical at least debacle on release yeah. because they rushed it out and it was, and it was, you know, I, I mean, you, you rush out a, you rush out a, a movie. It might just likely the edit might be a little bit, the edit might be wonky. It might not have a great flow. You know, it, it, it might have some, some effects that don't look great, but if you rush out a game, it can just be outright broken. And that was the case with mm. cyberpunk. A lot of stuff, this shit just didn't work. Yeah. I so, got it basically at launch. Me too. And yeah. I did like, I got it on PC and I did enjoy it, but I could see that it was like very unfinished. Uh, yeah, I remember at the time lines. I was saying cyber junk more than <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah, I remember that. It was tough but fair. Yeah. Uh yeah. the the so yeah, they the the developer has uh CD Project Red to like they 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 patched it up a bunch, but also the other thing is, and you were seeing the anime there, they released this anime Cyberpunk Edge Runners. It's on Netflix. And so to everyone's shock, it's fucking great. It's oh, really? a really, really good show. Yeah, it's and it's been at the top of like the Netflix charts. So uh I I I think they like that's a big part of what's motivating this surge in sales okay. of the game. Yeah. Right. They've yeah. also like continually upgraded it. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, fixed all the patches. So it almost seems to me like it's now in a state where it's probably a pretty great game. But um I might have yeah, to dive I mean, back it, into it at some point. It's busted, but I yeah. it was busted at the time I played it. I still enjoyed it. it. It's got some really good, you know, storytelling and narrative design, and the aesthetics are really cool. But the, but the anime is just really really well done. And that's so, so I think interesting. That's, yeah, check it out. Smart of them, to right on it. Out. It had like a Jolly B kind of vibe to it. If we were gonna go fast food, <laughs> Jolly <Bee. laughs> I've not been in, in a Jolly B ever. Oh, treat yourself. It's great. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like Jolly B. They, they have really good fried chicken there. I got it at a party once. I never, I never had it. At Are the there party. any major chains like, like, or you know, ones that we would know that you haven't covered yet? Probably not. Probably right? the probably... big, the big one hanging out there is Applebee's. Really? We have not, we have not reviewed Applebee's yet. Oh, that's it, there okay. is because it's there sit down. Or? Yeah. It's sit okay. down. Applebee's, there isn't one uh, super, super close to L.A. And then also it's one of those things where we have a guest who really wants to do Applebee's. And so it's a matter of like syncing up their availability with when okay. we can actually make it out there. But it, it, okay. it's going to happen. Yeah. You That's like, like the Tom Keanu Hanks Reeves. episode. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keanu Reeves wants to do Applebee's. Hey, uh, I just out of curiosity, where is the closest Applebee's to like Hollywood or whatever? 
I, is there I mean, one I think in the TMZ. I think there is one in the TMZ. There's there's some in LA County, but they're they're a bit of a haul. Okay. Like they're they're not in the LA city limits. Right on. I went to a yeah. Chili's out by Lake Elsinore. Starred, you were there. Yeah, I was there. Yeah. For the Goo Cruise video. We had a good experience there. Yeah. I grew up loving by Chili's. Tablet. Like, Me Chili's too. was yeah. like where we went if we, you know, for a family night out. And it must have, it, it's just gone way downhill, right? Because I hear people like bag on Chili's. And in my childhood memory, it was great. Like it was just, everyone loved it. I, I still am a Chili's defender. Uh, our last experience was, pre- I think, pretty good. I actually went to Chili's not for the podcast. I was in Sacramento for a wedding and had a had a fine meal there. You went to a I, wedding at Chili's? Well, it was a Chili's yeah. wedding, yeah. <laughs> uh, the, um, the, the, I, I think it was... I think what's happened with a lot of these sit down chain restaurants is that it's it's like the economy at large is kind of the middle has fallen out yeah. where it's like that used to be a place where, you know, people would go out and, and now the, the people who would go there don't have as much expendable income. Uh, and then the people who do have expendable income are going to like the fancy local farm to table place. Right. So like it, it's 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 the Jollibee's and then it's the, you know, uh, the three Michelin star places that are doing all the business. Right. So right. Sl- yeah. they've slid down a little. That's that's a great a little bit. I think, I think there's a really interesting thing with like psychology in places like that where I can never tell like has the place changed a little bit or have I changed where like you know everywhere like five guys like, or Shake Shack or whatever like when they hit the scene it's so popular there's lines out the door people are saying it's the best thing they've ever had and then you have it now and you're like is this as good as it was then or not like cuz it makes sense that they would cheapen ingredients. Yeah, I think it's, a lot go, of it's the hype and it's like, it's new at the time. So it seems so great because it's new. And then now yeah. you're used to it. It's not new. Um, happens with Pornhub. You're like, right. what happened? <laughs> yeah. You used like, to I be swear into this, this used to do it for me. Yeah. <laughs> so I understand you on that level. Yeah. Um, all but right. You, what's, you, you know, you can't go back and have the thing that you tried, you know, 10 years ago. So it's you like, can't it's go home again. Pornhub. Yeah, you can't. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, coming in at number four. Number four. This is Slime Rancher 2. Wow. Oh, this is okay. Great. I don't know anything about this. Continue the adventures of Beatrix Labou as she journeys across the Slime Sea to Rainbow Island, a land brimming with ancient mysteries. Mm. Bursting with wiggly new slimes to wrangle in the sequel to the Smash Hit Slime Rancher. Okay. Very soothing aesthetic. Very colorful. I bet like furries play this game. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a first person Uh, shooter, but very uh, fun and childish looking. It it looks like gummy worms or something like a synthetic candy kind of a look. Yeah. Yeah, you, you mentioned uh, uh, buying a bunch of, of games on Steam, and Slime Rancher 1 is one of those games I bought on Steam when it was on uh, sale, and I just have not gotten around to play it. But it is it is a thing the uh, uh, a podcaster uh, Kirk Hamilton from the Triple Click podcast uh, has has come up with this categorization for this type of game, Soothcore, which ah, is like, it's like oh, a I game that. that you play that like just yeah. makes you feel like relaxed, you know? Yeah, yeah. And versus like, a, you know, you play like a Call of Duty Warzone, you're getting amped up. This is the right. kind of game you can put on and just sort of to chill for a little bit. Yeah. This is like ASMR of video games. Yeah. No, yeah. 100% accomplishing the same wow. thing. Yeah. It's the same thing kind of with music too. I find like that with Steam and PC games, especially 
where like you can find some of the most genius artistic achievements like you've ever played and no one in your life even knows about this thing. Yes. And because it's like, it's not all on the top 40, you know, it's not all on the radio anymore. It's not all yeah. like in the, in Blockbuster anymore where you're just renting the same games. It's fragmented. Game. It's all fragmented. Yeah. But people, man, so many of these indie developers are just putting out these like works of absolute genius. I, I swear by. Uh, I'm, I, it's yeah. cool to hear that we're in sort of a golden age. Maybe yeah. People will look back at like, wow, look at all the great creative stuff. Um, as a as a sort of semi outsider to this, it always seemed like um, the indie developers and stuff are pushing for more tools to uh, yeah. do better games, and so maybe this is that kind of coming to fruition. There's a game yeah. I played recently that I swear by that I keep recommending to people I know, and I don't think anyone's taken me up on it. But I I swear to you, it'll be like your favorite game. It's leisure Suit, Suit Larry? Yeah, oh. Leisure Suit. <laughs> By the way, the, the the newer Leisure Suit Larrys are good. They're pretty good. They're you like played Leisure Suit Larry Wet game. Dreams Don't Die? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Do you I'm like kind them? of like a, I'm a, like a point and click sort of like uh, uh, enthusiast. Like I love those types of games. I play the shittiest games ever. I just love that, that format. I've like... I've played a lot of games. It was called Wet Dreams. Wet Dreams dreams don't die. (laughs) Don't dry. Don't dry. Oh, that's even better. (laughs) (laughs) No, but that one's actually a pretty solid, well-rounded game. Like I'll, I'll defend that one. It's not like it's not really. I mean, it's all tongue-in-cheek. Like it's dumb humor, but yeah, you know, it's actually built pretty well. Like the puzzles are pretty good. Uh, I'm I'm gonna play it. I'm I'm curious as a point and click enthusiast. The game I'm playing now is Return to Monkey Island. Have you messed oh, yeah. around with that? I just finished yeah. it. I just finished, you finished it the it. other day. Yeah, I, yeah, I, think I mean that's rad. like a 30 year you know like bucket list kind of thing for me. Right. For, I I have a lot of thoughts on it. I think it was good, 30, but I 30 don't think year it was, bucket list. What do you mean? Well, because the original creator of the first two is now back on board making like his you know, promised third install. There's been a few sequels, but but it's like a 30 year old video game. This is like, you know, George Lucas taking back, you know, the original star Wars or something like that. Like it's the original creator making the third game, which was like a a mythical idea for a long time for people who love the first ones. Right. Yeah. Ron Gilbert made Monkey Island, Secret of Monkey Island and Monkey Island 2. And yeah. that was in the 90s. That was it. Because I remember that, that was a game I got like on, I got like on floppy disks from my grandpa. For sure. It was my that gosh. old. Yeah. It was that wow. fucking old. And um, and so I was like a kid playing this this game, at the first one, and loved the loved the first and second one. The third one is actually, was not developed by Ron Gilbert. It was actually pretty good still. It's really Curse good. Of yeah. Monkey Island. It yeah. is good. And then- and then the fourth one kind of stunk. Uh, yeah. And then, but this one, and then there's just a long hiatus. I think it's been like 20 and years. Then there was a, the Telltale did like a. Oh, I forgot about the Telltales. Uh, yes. Um, yeah. Episodic one. And those are all like pretty good. But those first two were like, I mean, that that's like my childhood. Those first two right. are so good. And they're still so good today. There's been like a million knockoffs and even the knockoffs can be pretty good. But uh, it's just exciting for him to to make a new one. And I, I have like, I have criticisms, but it was fun to do it again. It was fun. When I play. roll, when I roll credits on that game, I'm going to, I'm going to text your ear off about it. We'll, oh, we'll, please. We'll, we'll, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, good stuff. Oh yeah. But Supra Land, Supra Land, it's called not super, but Supra. 
and it 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 you, you won't believe this description of it, but it's true. It's like Mario and Zelda and like a Metroidvania all sort of in one and portal a little bit like it. It is so fun. It is perfectly designed for just pure, pure fun. I, I don't know how else to describe it. Like it's that's great, one of those like indie, indie ones you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, It's pretty like indie and it has a similar look to that slime rancher in terms of just like simple, fun, kind of goofy aesthetic, but it's just I'm very smart. It right now, yeah. It's very, very smart. Like when you play it, you're getting like constant upgrades and you're just having a blast, like getting the new tool, the grappling hook thing and using that to get past the new area. And my fear with this segment is that maybe you guys might nerd out on specific games too much. (laughs) (laughs) But no, that's good. Super land. land. Check it out. I've been on Pornhub for the last five years. (laughs) By the way, Steam. Seen it, seen it, seen it. Steam has all these porn games now. Have you seen any of these? They're hilarious. They're really funny. Like if you watch the trailers. Like you, what, you try to get laid or what are yeah. you doing them? Yeah, I think it's like. All, uh, you better get laid know. if like, it's a porn. You're choosing game. like your next line, like how to flirt. And then, but then it will go roll like a 3D kind of animated porn scene. Yeah, there's like a there's like a, there's there's actually like a seduction trainer with live action video that was like made by real pickup artists that was oh meant it was God. like you, you choose your own pickup line and it would tell oh, you so you're learning how to seduce. Yeah, wow, exactly. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'll admit I got really into a couple of uh, hentai games, Honey Pop and Honey nice. Pop Two Double Date, <laughs> which are both. See, that's way beyond Le- Leisure Suit Larry. Yeah, you got, but those yeah. are. But they're puzzle games is the thing. They're just, right. they're like puzzle games, but then yeah. the reward at the end is almost <laughs> like incidental, but the reward to the end is like, you know, anime girl takes her clothes off and it's just like, all right, right sure. But like, right. it's, it's a really good right. puzzle gameplay. Yeah. So Why not? Read, read and Playboy yeah. for the articles. Gotcha. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> Happens to be a centerfold, uh, you know, after this exactly. Vietnam article. <laughs> oh, a Norman Mailer short story. Uh, all right. Uh, coming in at number three. Cartoons. Number three. This is uh, Apex Legends. <laughs> Apex Legends is a, an award-winning free-to-play hero shooter from Respawn Entertainment. Master an ever-growing roster of legendary characters with powerful abilities and experience strategic What's squad play. Fr- free-to-play stuff. What's that mean? That's big, right? Yeah, I don't it's know a big how to thing. describe it. It's a big thing with games now is that they'll be like Fortnite is the is the biggest example of of just like, hey, this game you can download and you can play basically all of its content without spending a dime. But if you want the uh, you know, if you want to look you you want to wear the, the the skin that makes you look like Drake or Goku from Dragon Ball Z, you know, you got to spend some real money on it. Or if right. you want this special gun, you know, you got to spend some real money on it. So that's the model of a lot yeah. of these games. And Apex Legends is one of it's the It's like ones. life itself. I mean, you can yeah. hang out in any shirt you want, but it's going right. to cost you for a better one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Apex Legends that. to me. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, just I don't mind that. I'm just trying to bridge into NFTs to see what you think about that stuff. But but uh, I want to like, keep going. Oh, I was just gonna say the that that to me is is Apex Legends to me is kind of like a my video game equivalent of like little baby. Like as like I know right. it's huge, but I just like I don't quite get it. I, maybe maybe okay. not for me, but God bless all those uh, those kids for making it right and on. all the the kids who enjoy it. Could be their first game. 
I mean, some of these games, games yeah. maybe the free to, to play format also lends itself to some of these games are like purely made for massive multiplayer, like battling. And so they, I feel like they stay so popular for so long that some of these charts are almost misleading in that way. Like, Interesting. Well, yeah. Cause kids are um, just parked on them fighting each other. Right. 100%. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I'm playing Splatoon 3 right now on, on Nintendo Switch. Do you play that at all? That's just watching that on, on Pornhub. Right <laughs> <laughs> Splatoon. <laughs> I haven't messed around with the Splatoons. Those are, the, okay. that's like a game. It's, it's, it's honestly, Howard, it's, it's a lot, fun. it looks a lot like a Slime Rancher 2. It's the same yeah, sort okay. of thing. Like it's like a shooter, but it's, you know, family friendly. But Art it's sort Twitch. of like, it's Nintendo style. So you, it's like paintball. And some of the some of the battles are really about just covering as much ground with paint as you can, but it's multiplayer, you know. So it's like fast action. And, it's like and a Rauschenberg. It's really fun, but I will say, like, I consider myself decently good at, at games and hand yeah. coordination, and it's just like you just get fucking plowed by people so fast, like. People get so good at it so oh, fast like- that I just like can't compete with these kids. Yes. Just like blasting my ass immediately. Yeah, they're they're you know? like gonna be pros. They're gonna do it for yeah. a It's like yeah. it is frustrating, but you know, I'm getting better at it. You're gonna go play pickup basketball at the park. It's mm-hmm. not like like, oh, I'm gonna go play with all these seventeen year olds. You know, like right, like right. I'm gonna go play with all these high the high school basketball team. I wanna get some yeah. like it's like, no, you're gonna play with like people your yeah. age and your athleticism. Right. There really isn't that sort like that sort of matchmaking does exist with games, but not really. It's not as robust and you can't self select in the same way. So yeah, a lot of times yeah. you're getting your ass handed to you by twelve year olds. I also right. feel like they design these games so carefully and probably like intelligently now, but it, sometimes it almost feels over-designed to where every single thing is a painful trade-off. Like, oh, if I wear this piece of gear, that gives me this, but then I have less of this. And it's all like, I don't want to have to like strategize like, you know, a hundred things before I just get out there and like, I'm going to recommend people. to you then Slime Rancher 2. It's a Soothcore <laughs> game. Soothcore, yeah. You don't have to worry about any yeah. of that stress. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Coming in at number two. Number two Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2. Okay. I know this stuff. Yeah, there you, you go. You know this. This is crazy. Wasn't the first Modern Warfare like years and years ago? Yeah. I think it's been a little bit of time. I don't play the Call of Duties myself. It's not my type of game, but. Yeah. I have uh, friends big into this stuff, so, you know, they. I play with them sometimes. Oh, there you yeah. go. Um, I remember these being incredible. I mean, yeah, they were based they on. Re- the ones I was playing were based on real wars. So you were like, right. oh, you, they had to use this kind of gun. Like, oh, that sucks. Like, they, uh, you know, yeah, like Call of Duty used to be stuff. like World War Two, you know, like kind yeah. of accurate. Like, let's let's simulate World War Two. Uh, now it's all just like a now it's yeah, like GI Joe movie. Twelve stuff. year olds, you know, an alt right twelve year olds, you know, sniping you. And it has like you can get it has the same features that you'll have in like a Fortnite, where like you can uh-huh. get like a Snoop Dogg skin, so you can be like, like a Snoop, you, <laughs> right. you can be you can look like Snoop Dogg and have a laser rifle. Hell yeah! And, that, and you're playing this game that started as like you know a rigorously accurate recreation of like the invasion of yeah. Normandy. It's yeah, my really rifle's strange. jammed. My rifle's yeah. jammed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, now you're a, you're a gangster. You just sold me on it, cyber warrior. 
That's yeah, so it's, funny. Killing it's really people strange. on another planet, but I'm Snoop Dogg. I'm Snoop Dogg. <laughs> yeah, that all makes sense. Yeah. Wild stuff. What's the best uh, fast food to eat while playing a video game? Oh. Great question. I'm a guy who like I will use a utensil because mm. or or, you know, a handheld that's not going to get messy because mm. a, a lot of stuff like it's just like, you know, if your hands are getting dirty, then you, that that should just be that'll, that'll be a separate operation. It's right just on. like, like, yeah. OK, I've, I've got to go clean up and then I can resume gaming. But well, like, it, yeah, I, I think I think like a Panda Express, honestly, isn't a bad candidate. Oh, you, you know, you can have like your. Yeah, you have yourself a fork or some some chopsticks. You got a bowl you're working with. um, And uh, yeah, you can kind of keep gaming at the same time. Right on. What about Mario? Why wasn't he in this top five? (laughs) There hasn't been a recent big Mario release. Also, Uh, it wouldn't be on Steam. It also wouldn't be on Steam, yeah, because Nintendo's got it their own platform. Interesting stuff. But uh, yeah, if there's a Nintendo chart, I would do that next time. But, I would uh, love to do that. We used to play yeah. that at your house, Star. Oh, yeah. We play Mario Kart. You were taught, oh, I mean, Fantastic. several times how things work over there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I lost most of the races. Um, that was a lot was a of fun. Uh, I we love- got number one still. Oh. oh, we got one more. We got one more, but it, it, this is very interesting that they this is even on this ranking. Number one is the Steam Deck itself. Mm. This What's is an that interesting mean? topic of conversation. Uh, you can see it right there on screen. It is Steam's own, you know, handheld gaming device, but you can just play PC games on it. But how is that the number one game? I guess it's the most, the n- number one selling thing this week on Steam. Yeah. Oh, they sell just, it through the same store and it's, it's so, you know, I think I but I think there's also like some self-interest here of like, hey, yeah. we're Steam. We <laughs> yeah. want to make sure our hardware is at the top of our, you know, chart. So more yeah. people buy it. And Wait, the hot hard, item. It's the hardware that's at the top. Not yeah, the hardware. Not, yeah, this is fully uh, Steam, yeah, that's, like that's payola itself. Thing. I, yeah. It's not even a part. It's yeah. like, you know, if, uh, yeah, like if Billboard just decided like their umbrellas that they have built, say Billboard on them, like that was the number yeah. one single of the, of the oh week. Oh my God, Nick's pulling out a box yeah by the way uh, ephemera let's do it i haven't unboxed this yet wow but i did get a steam deck dude these are hard to get right it's a big boy well i'd been i'd I'd forgotten i was on the waiting list i like when it was announced i put myself on the waiting list and i just got an email like hey your number's up it's ready to go i was like i don't really fucking need this thing but when am i gonna get the other opportunity so i'm debating flex baby I'm debating whether or not to keep it, honestly, because I got it. Oh. I haven't. I've I've just opened the the box that it shipped in, but I haven't. You know. Wow. I don't. I don't know if I'm gonna keep it or if I'm gonna like. You know. I'm gonna give you my home well, address. If you sell right it, now, I'll, pay, I'll pay you for shipping. I'll <laughs> if you double, sell it. I'll let double me know. what you pay for shipping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I mean, it's a. It seems very very impressive. I am. I am definitely. Uh, interested. So that's their, that's their version of the switch, and they yeah. came yeah. out with it. Yeah, yeah and, uh, but you can play like high powered, you know, PC games on you, it. You you were um you were scrolling on the screen here past a price tier that to me yeah. looked very very pricey. Indeed. It is very pricey. Well, so so the, the Steam the graphics are so good that they could get five hundred dollars. What was that for a month or a year? What was that five twenty? Oh no, that's just that? for the the device. That's for the hardware. Yeah. Okay. Right. So it starts then, at three ninety nine. For like a little, little like a small amount of storage, this is not one you'd probably want. And then it goes to five twenty nine. How, how high can a SSD. how high could a gaming bill go? Just for even for a semi uh, 
non-pros like yourself? Like you might pay hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month for your gaming? It's an outrageously expensive hobby. And honestly, that's the worst part about it um, is that just like if you're trying to, to keep up to stay in the zeitgeist to play new games as they release, because a new game now they up the price recently to it's it basically new games launch at $70. Yeah. And so you think of like, am I going to even even if you're buying one new game a month? I mean, that's just an outrageous amount of money to spend on it. Uh, the, the nice thing is there are to the, to the gaming company. Yeah. Uh, the, the nice thing is that there's now a there's now a, a things services like like uh, Xbox Game Pass, which is like a Netflix for games where you can't play necessarily first run games, but you can play, you know, kind of like a, a, a kind of a catch all of a bunch of older releases. And that's a good way to keep up with your catch up with your backlog. Yeah. Well, that's the but great yeah, it's, thing it's, about it's too like, expensive. liking these weird nerdy indie games that I like is that a lot of them on Steam are super cheap. Like some of them will be five bucks, like 10 bucks, maybe 20, but it's, it's like, it's rare that I'm getting the triple a like new game at 70 bucks. Okay. You know, vampire survivors spot this year, $3. It's it's it retails for $3. I've gotten so many hours. I've played it for, for 17 hours so far. I play it more. It's fucking, it's the, 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 uh, for the price of a big gulp, you can have, you know, hours (laughs) of entertainment if you, if you make the right choice. By the way, um, speaking of like payola and video games, have you guys heard the news and podcasting that came out today that iHeart has been doing and like bigger podcast companies? I knew they were crooked. I'm just going to come out. I don't even need any news. I'm going to do a half hour uh, dissertation. This is crazy, though, because we had an early meeting with them. Yeah. And I go ahead. So they've been they've been um, like cooking their numbers basically or basically defrauding uh, like advertisers because they've been pushing podcasts in these free to play mobile games, you know, like a, like a Farmville type mobile game. It'll be like, watch this video before you can, you know, go, go forward. It'll take you to a podcast app and it'll say you have to listen to 20 seconds of this podcast. Ah, oh, they're to getting go. free numbers. No, but then wow. what happens is that the, your system's cache basically downloads the episode, e- even if you're only listening to 10, 15 makes seconds. It look like it did the so whole it makes thing. it look yeah. like you can, they can go to advertisers and say that person heard your ad. Counts as a download. It counts as a download. Not so they've been doing this in, in like basically getting millions of so-called followers or, or uh, so crooked listens, you know, using this game promotion thing. It's really crazy. Like it's all fake. It's all it's all. Yeah. yeah, I worked. Look, I worked in Internet video. All that shit's fake. They, the, yeah. the, the I do at a time uh, like we were informed at a certain point that like, hey, yeah, basically, you know, we 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 send views over to I can I can has cheeseburger dot com <laughs> via Norwegian bots. And then as a res- and in return, they send us they have some other bots in like Estonia that they're sending to our site. And it's yeah. like a handshake agreement. It's like this is fucking wow. you're just Crazy. defrauding just people. A- yeah. Bubble, right? It just feels like yeah. everything's a, a huge bubble. But uh, yeah, that that I mean, that came out today. Uh, it's just wild stuff. It almost those made Q-Anon, me like the, those QAnon numbers are real, though. That's yeah. the one thing <laughs> they, they, they do do big numbers. Part one part of me was thinking though, like, man, I almost just wish at least someone had an idea that 
slimy just to push who charted <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or me like too. any, yeah, any of us. our podcasts, right. like at least let's hear some creative thinking. Well, I'll know. ask, I'll, I'll ask over on grift horse. That's yeah. the, 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 the quasi criminal mind. There you are. go. That it's a grift. It's a grift of the ages. And shout out to Megan Beth Keister, co-host on that show. She solves a video game problem by having a Miss Pac-Man machine in her kitchen. Oh, and cool. it's also, that you know, rolls. it's got the uh, Galaga and, you yeah. know, Dig Dug uh, and all that. That's stuff, like, so. that's a temptation for me. I'm like, oh, getting, getting into like pinball, like analog, real pinball yeah. in the house. That would be very cool. Fun stuff. The tabletop, that, yeah. that's particular like tabletop arcade. Uh, Ms. Pac-Man is one I've been eyeing. That's like a grail yeah. piece for me. Yeah. That's right on. If she ever looking to unload it, I'll, I'll hit you guys up. Oh, hell yeah. Dibs, dibs for you guys. <laughs> um, yeah, I really did have a lot of fun learning about that and a great break from the uh, movies. And uh, so yeah. thank you much for that. And we'll be right back with the hot picks. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Whoa, sweet man cave. Thanks. Serious upgrade. How'd you pay for all this? I got a home equity line of credit from Figure. I was approved in five minutes and had funding in five days. Wow, that fast and easy? Yep, the application is 100% online, plus no out-of-pocket costs, just fast access to the cash you need. How do I get started? Go to figure.com and get that serious upgrade. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Does Mike play video games too? Yeah. He's uh yeah he's a pretty a pretty he's a huge Nintendo fan okay. plays all the Nintendo consoles yeah have you ever seen the guy on TikTok who goes hey buddy I'm gonna make you a tea and we're gonna play some old Nintendo games <laughs> and then he like no but that sounds right up my alley oh this that is the most soothed core that. thing this guy just he'll make you like hand make you a tea with the grinded lemon and some weird kind of thing oh, in wow. it and then he just sets <laughs> it down lemon. in front of the Nintendo it's, it's great I love that. I'll find the I'll find that guy for you. Um yeah, I still sometimes on Switch, I'll just go back to Mario Maker and just play all mm. these levels that other people have created. Right. And they're some of the most brilliant level design I've ever seen. Like it's just so far beyond anything I thought you could ever do with like a Mario level. Um there's endless stuff on that game. That is that is a very soothing game to me. All right, let's get into the hot picks. The hot picks. The hot picks. The third chart is the hot picks, and the countdown's about to start. Let's see who bought a hot pick, and let's see who did not. The hot picks. The hot picks. These are the hot picks. We'll see if we did better than. What were we on? Spotify? We were on Apple Music this Oh, yeah, Apple. But we'll do better, and uh, let's see how we do. All right, coming in at number five. Number five. Howard's first pick. This is Shania Twain, Waking Up Dreaming. It's a new song. To show you, I do. I do. Every moment, hold 
hot picks well but, uh, i don't know that's interesting like if you like told it. me if okay. you asked me to guess who is singing that i never would have guessed anaya twain it is so right like modulated and crazy sounding but yeah the, like the, the sam smith there. from earlier yeah, like, yeah. Oh, wow okay they're both going in a different direction i i think <laughs> it's like that that's who should sing a song like that like a like a like a legacy act or like you know someone we're yeah. used to you know like i don't want to hear a song like that and oh it's some new 17 year old like it's cuz it's like <laughs> it's already disposable you know what i mean yeah. right like yeah. like i want to hear like yeah that's betty white's new song you know or like some you know like <laughs> it's some old you know let them do it i guess is what i'm saying she said there's a line like gotta be now or never some like very short phrase like that and it sounded to me like i could hear three or four takes happening like within that one phrase all oh, right like they i think she punched in like three times yeah like, she let didn't me get, get the word right, gotta of- right and then let me get the word now <laughs> Oh, okay. Three different separate clickings. Yeah, it just felt like really uh, edited. Mm-hmm. It's an edit record. Edit record. Kind, kind of a late period share almost. Yeah. Right? yeah. Just like kind of yeah. share kind of just kind of changed her sound later on. And I, I, hey, I dug it. Right. Fuzzy filters on the video. Auto tune. Yep. Uh, last time I saw Shania Twain, she was on stage with Harry Styles at Coachella and yeah. she looked downright. Um, petrified. like smitten and petrified, like she was oh, yeah. actually like in love with this kid. Yes. Wow. Yeah, I think she, they yeah. they took her out of three years of being stuck inside during pandemic, and then her first thing like outside is to go up on stage at Coachella with Harry Styles. Like she just looked like that, afraid of being outside, agoraphobic yeah. style. Yeah. And yeah, very much in love with the youngster, sort of a Harold and Maud. For the rock and roll set. <laughs> All right, coming in at number four. Number four. This is my first pick. This is the Afghan Wigs with the Getaway. Been Solid return yeah. for an older band. They, I mean, Greg Dooley, they used to be huge. They were a big 120 minutes band. They were like mm, for sure. MTV, yeah. Yeah, it had some of that old, like, I don't know. There's almost some, like, a sound garden-y thing to it or something. Yeah, like the, or- um, The music to it that I like. What's the, like, a Stone Roses kind of feel to yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You guys like uh, Matt Pinfield? I was a big Matt Pinfield. Yeah, yeah, Pinfield. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, of course. Like, this guy's great. I got interviewed by him once on MTV. Wow. 
Yeah, and he was nice. from my part of New Jersey, suburban, central New Jersey. So there were like bands that were like down the block from me that were like Matt Pinfield Connection. He was the local radio DJ on our alternative station before he went to be an MTV VJ. So he always seems like a guy where like you could run into him, you know, at an airport yeah. or something. And he would just still have that same his. personality and, and launch into his tape. Oh my God, Greg Dooley in the wigs and yeah. put out a new one. All right, I'm going to check that out. I'm going to check it out. Right while we're sitting here, I'm going to check it out. Give me my opinions on it. And he knew, he, he knew his tunes. He wasn't just, uh, he wasn't like Jesse. Remember? Uh, oh, Yeah. The contest winner, Jesse. The, I want to be a VJ uh, or whatever. Yeah. The, the guy who went <laughs> yeah. up against Dave Holmes. Yeah. He put out an album with a band called, it was called Jesse and the Eighth Street Kids. And uh -huh. it's like a, a glam album. It's like they're trying to be like New York dolls. It's fucking great. It's hilariously great. <laughs> He's got one of the weirdest vocal deliveries you'll ever hear. It's like choked off, like the way DMC sounds now in interviews from, from <laughs> yeah. DMC. Just like no wow. air going to, in the booth. I always, I, I, I obviously loved Headbangers Ball, but I never knew where yeah. I stood oh, on, yeah. on uh, Ricky Rockman. Ricky Rockman. Yeah, like he, if he was a great VJ or just kind of okay, but yeah. he, had the, he had the dream job. I, I told you the guy who cut my hair, Tipton, he was part of Ricky's posse during that time. So he was running around wow. with Ricky during oh, all wow. the Headbangers ball days. Yeah. Tipton? Not related yeah. to Glenn Tipton. No, that's his first name, Tipton. <laughs> Tipton, that's a great Tipton first name. Schoolhouse. Is what? Tip, yeah, Tipton, Tipton Schoolhouse. Schoolhouse? That's a character that's name. unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. like improv. <laughs> Yeah, and he's a big swing dancer. He, he he's cut my what? hair. I heard, heard about all his swing dance competitions and Ricky Rackman. Great stuff. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Do you have yeah. a fast food guy like that in your life? Like he just <laughs> yeah. he works down at Wendy's, but he's got all these life stories. It's just incredible. Man, I wish. I wish I had a a, a Tipton schoolhouse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> wish there was a Tipton schoolhouse at the Arby's I could connect with. <laughs> the There's too much turnover there. They, they don't have a guy <laughs> like that around very long. All right, coming uh, in at number three. Number three. This is Nick's pick. This is Claris with Alive. A little J-pop. Oh, cool. Nice. I mean, there you go. Is that a? Uh, it's like baby metal. Is, is that a theme song to? Uh, yeah, is anime? It, this is the. Yeah, this is a, this is one that I yeah like I struggle with the exercise a little bit because I, I don't keep up with uh, contemporary music. No, really, this is but a this great is, pick. Great pick. Yeah. Oh, great! Thank you, thank you. Uh, this is this is but this song is from 2022 and it's from a series, uh, uh, Leakerous Recoil, uh, where they they use this song as the theme song for the anime and yeah, it's it's a it's a great fit uh, for the show and it's just a, a banger in its own right. 
Right on. Yeah. High energy. Those songs, you can never tell if they're about like saving the universe in an interplanetary dimension (laughs) or just like some girls in like second grade and she's having like emotional issues. They just, (laughs) they all have those kind of same theme songs to them. Yeah. It Uh, also sounds to me, it sounds very much like a video game soundtrack, like one of those games, I forget what you call them, but where there's just like an overwhelming amount of shit on the screen that you're like, you know, shooting through. Oh, sure. Right. Yeah. uh, Just like shoot them up kind of style, just very fast paced. I love J-pop. Like I've always, I've been, I've been partial to J-pop for a while because it just always seems like they're experimenting like at such a, like impossible level. Like I, I can't even they're, understand they're trying, the pr- I think they're the trying to beat Korea. They're trying to dominate mm. Korea. Yeah. So they're like throwing a lot of things at the wall to see what sticks. <laughs> I don't know. J-pop, you know, I mean, it's been around for a long time, but it's like, it's always sounds so futuristic to me that it's like fascinating. Right. Yeah. Like there's just nothing retro in that. You know what I mean? Like there's not a single sound that I'm hearing that feels like, oh, that seems like you know, the eighties right. or something. Yeah. They're I just, just like, I just love the, you know, 11 out of 10 intensity that just like yeah. from the, from the get go. And it just totally. continues through the entire length of the song. Yeah. And it's like Logan's run. They kill the engineers once they turn 18. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. No old ideas. You, know? you can never. Yeah. That's like in the, the Euro dreams of sushi. Have you ever seen that doc on Netflix? Oh yeah. But he was like, they talk about how they would train the guys to make just eggs, like an omelet, and they couldn't serve a customer an omelet for like 10 years. They had to train for 10 years oh my to God. get up to the level to serve a proper egg to them. How would like, it, why would it take that long? It's just like the techniques and the, and I don't know, just like the, I, I can't answer that. It's like, it's just on that level. That's why it, it's the, one of the most exclusive places, you know? Wow. Yeah, it's confusing. Well, hey, I'm I think glad. there's also a there, there's a self selection element too of just like the person who's going to be like fuck this year two. Yeah. They're like, all right, well, this guy's not cut out for this line of work, right? Like, yeah, just making people hang on until they're the last one left, right? Yeah. All right, well, coming uh, in. Oh yeah. Oh, we got another one coming in at number two. Number two is my second pick. This is Goat with Under No Nation. Does Tom, does Tom, does Tom Brady come in later or? <laughs> what? Does Tom Brady come in later? Oh, because the goat? Yeah. Just waiting for <laughs> him to. Joe Montana is the one on the, uh, on the Timbalas or whatever that is. Oh, right on. Yeah. No, I like that. Uh, very, uh, is that, goat I guess school. that's world music, right? Yeah. They kind of have like a, like an African sound, but it's actually sure. a Swedish yeah. band. Oh, okay. Wow. A Swedish, you know, they're they're really cool. They have a couple like great records um, that sound like almost that. like some old like African funk from the seventies or something. Right? Yeah, it sounds yeah. like that conga kind of Afro-Cuban jazz funk stuff. Yeah, uh, uh, I like it. Eclectic pick. Good stuff. 
I think they're on Sub Pop. You don't uh, hear that on much video games, like these those kind of sounds. Yeah, so no. <laughs> you should. Right. Do you know the story about uh, Pac Miss Pac Man with the pizza? Do you know that's fast food video game tie-in story? No. Uh, do you like? Uh, yeah, d- 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 tell me your version because I'm, I'm curious. What, oh, what that um, they were they were just they were coming up with ideas or something, and they went out for pizza. And when when somebody pulled out the first slice of pizza, somebody looked at it and got the idea for Pac Man. Like, oh, oh that could okay. be something that eats things up. Yeah, Pac-Man back in the day, that that's the uh that's the alleged uh, creation of the character. I, I when you brought up Ms. Pac-Man, I thought you were going to go on a oh, more obtuse obtuse <laughs> uh, discussion of of, of the, how it, and Namco the company that created Pac-Man doesn't actually own the rights to Ms. Pac-Man. So there's this whole like dispute going on. Uh, but that's much less interesting, interesting than interesting than the pizza anecdote. It's just what sprung to mind. But I opened up a can of worms there. Yeah, I meant to say yeah. Pac-Man. I used to say bit off the genitals, and then it was Miss Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> you can chop that on if it. you want. Okay. Uh, All right. Coming in at number one. Number one. This is Howard's second pick. This is the 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 aforementioned Glorilla and Cardi B, but this is the Cardi B part. Riding with my twin and um, and we all look good as fuck. She said she my eye, but I don't know her how to look her up. I know that I'm rich, but I can help it, bitch. I'm hood as fuck. I've been on these bitches next so long, sometimes I fucking stuck. I can put you in my business. You might wish me dead tomorrow. Bitches be on dick today, sing every word of up tomorrow. Bitch, I still got cases open. Keep your mouth shut tomorrow. Play with me today, then get some sleep. You know it's up tomorrow. Fake bitch, that's why my friend fucked on your nigga. Both you bitches pussy, I think y'all should scissor She bought a chain, I bought the same one, even bigger She doing shots, that's how I know I got a trigger I don't speak dog ho, I don't care what no <laughs> That's I was off, but that wow. was the line right at the end She says, I don't speak dog ho <laughs> Like, your language is dog yeah. ho Yeah I, I don't speak dog ho Yeah <laughs> I never heard that before in my life Constant innovation. Give it up for Cardi. It's just that it's such intensity. It feels yeah. like it feels like a like a wolf lunging at your throat. It's just yeah. like man, that's fucking. They're fucking going for it. Yeah, that's she great. Goes hard. She her goes personality is the same. Like every time you see her in any format, an interview, or anything. Like yeah, but in she's her, lovable. In her rapping. I'm, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Like you, you, you yeah, just she goes know real it's hard in the raps, but then she's like all lovable and kind of level-headed and, and smart a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Good stuff. Right on. Right. Great picks right there. Um, wow. Thanks so much for doing this. Sorry about you and Mike. Uh, no longer together, but we're happy to have. <laughs> yeah, here. it was inevitable. This is how we're announcing it. <laughs> if you guys, uh, if you guys broke up, who gets the Wendy? Who gets the McDonald's? Who gets the Burger King? How boy, that would that be up? who gets the Burger King crown. Yeah, we 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 got to divide up. We got to cleave everything up in in, in the divorce, uh, like you know, like that that couple counting beanie babies on the floor of the court. Yeah, I think I think it would be like I think it, th- that would be a tough discussion, and I think probably we'd end up pulling we'd end up pulling a King Solomon and just cutting like all the sandwiches in half. Oh yeah, like, I think we just split everything. Yeah, that's sensible. Yeah, it's like drawing a line down the middle of the house. Yeah, <laughs> we'll still share it. Did you see that news story of the perfectly preserved old Burger King that was like in that mall? They, oh, they, yeah. They found it behind a wall. They demoed or a wall. Oh, and there wow. was a I didn't full see this. empty Burger King that was exactly how it was in like 93. 
Uh, it's a fascinating news story. Check it out. I know you yeah. got to run. So, oh yeah, uh, you got to jump. Yeah, you want to plug anything? Uh, hey, check out. Uh, uh, first off, thank you both for having me, Howard. Absolutely, thank you for for entertaining our uh, tangent about video game uh, obscura and I uh, and. To learn. and and this was a uh, yeah. I'm looking at this this 80s Burger King right now. Check out this news article on Daily Mail because this is fascinating. Uh, and then also check out uh, check out Doughboy's podcast about chain restaurants. Me and Mike Mitchell, and check out Get Played, a podcast about video games. Uh, me, Matt Apodaca, and Heather Ann Campbell. Right on. And uh, thank you so much. Check out Comedy Bang Bang World. Check out WhoChartedPod.com. And we will see you right here next week on Who Charted. Who Charted.